I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast, the bite-sized podcast filled with quick and easy actionable habits. Remember, great habits create that awesome life. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach. And today's fun fact of the day has to do with Japanese Valentine's Day. Did you know that in Japan on Valentine's Day, women are supposed to give men chocolates? We find this a strange custom the world over, as it is normally the man who usually brings the chocolates and the flowers. Keeping another crazy statistic in mind is that 200 million roses are gifted on Valentine's Day, and out of them, 75% are gifted by men. This Japanese habit of women gifting chocolates to men was started by a chocolate company called Mary's Chocolate. Till this time, Japan had no idea what Valentine's Day was. It was not celebrated at all. In 1958, Mary's Chocolate organized the first chocolate sales of Valentine's Day, and they sold exactly five chocolate bars. By 1960, this celebration was in full swing. Just two years later, with chocolate sales on the rise, Valentine's Day advertisements now filled the newspapers. By the 1980s, a new kind of Valentine's Day chocolate tradition was born. Which is called the giri chocolate or the obligatory chocolate. This was a chocolate given by women to men who were not their romantic interests. It could be given to co-workers, bosses, neighbors, anyone. It was given as a sign of gratitude and appreciation. While the honme choco or true love choco is given to husbands and boyfriends or potential love interests as a form of Valentine's Day confessions. The honmai chocolate quality is normally better and more expensive than the obligatory giri chocolate. In short, the chocolate Valentine's Day campaign was so successful that most chocolate makers earn 10 to 12 percent of their yearly turnover just on Valentine's Day alone in Japan, about 500 million dollars on that one day. Now I can understand the gifting of obligatory chocolates to people that you don't love. It's an obligation. But today's podcast was inspired by something I heard on Valentine's Day. A friend of mine was telling me how he was forced to do something romantic for his girlfriend, and how everyone, including the girlfriend, was saying that he must do something for her. And I found this comment so sad. I can't tell you. How can something romantic be forced? I feel it goes against the very meaning of romance. If something is forced. Then it is not done from a place of love, and romance is all about love. What has happened over the years is that romance has now become about showing love instead of creating space for love to grow. A hundred roses and a big teddy bear are a showing of love to the world, instead of a quiet candlelit dinner, maybe a bottle of wine drunk, cuddled on the floor. Especially in today's social media day and age, where everything needs to be broadcasted and shared and publicly compared to another person, the show of love is more important than the love itself. I overheard a conversation at a shop where a boy was saying, "Whatever I get her for Valentine's Day has to be Instagrammable." Social media has become such a strong habit that our show of love has to suit social media. As your habit coach, I want you to get away from this habit and trap. Companies are now taking over your love life. 
they are telling you what is acceptable what way of showing love is correct and what is not acceptable because we are constantly trying to play catch up with others around us we start resenting it we think that romance is something that we are forced to do instead of something that we get to do i don't think you need to wait for valentines day to create a magical moment for your love instead start thinking about how you truly feel for them a very simple habit for being romantic is this simple equation romance is equal to emotion plus a situation to create a connection plus a memory just three things importantly the emotion does not only have to be love it can be lust it can be a deep friendship i know so many couples who have probably not loved themselves as much but have created a deep friendship between each other then you can create a situation that has the ability to connect being in a loud concert might not be such a good idea something that creates a moment of togetherness where you can truly see each other something a little out of the ordinary finally share something that can remain as a memory a small trinket or a video or a handwritten note something that your partner will look at and remember that one romantic moment the key is to create a romantic moment not a romantic gesture romance needs to be shared and not just shown so your super simple habit starts by remembering this simple formula romance is equal to emotion plus situation to create a connection plus memory use your love and creativity to come up with something that fits all these three parameters remember you need to enjoy this as much as your partner romance is something you do together it is not an obligation if you enjoyed this episode i want you to do two things share it with three people one and make sure that you're subscribed We also have a YouTube channel called The Habit Coach Awesome 180. You can check out snippets there. You can also follow IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and if you want to follow me, I am at Ashton Doc on Twitter, Instagram, and everywhere else. You can also explore my books, One Habit a Day, The Book of Good Habits for Kids, and Change Your Habits, Change Your Life. Or if you prefer online courses, they're all available on my website. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach.